1: For more detailed information, visit their website at cardinalcap.net. You can also call them 225-308-3700 or email them info at cardinalcap.net.
0: Okay, Mr. Davis, welcome back to all of our listeners. We've taken a couple of weeks off for the Christmas and New Year's holidays, but we're ready to do some tech gumbo. What about you, Mr. Davis?
1: I had a, a wonderful restorative break. I was down there in South Louisiana, enjoying some some homemade gumbo, uh, hanging out. You know, we did the long cup of tech gumbo on the the radio show.
0: Uh, it was a fun day, and I am uh, back here in New York City, getting back to work. It was certainly great having you here, but now it's time to get on with the show. Get into the news and the updates. And we're gonna start off with, yes, it is a new year. And by now you've probably broken most of the New Year's resolutions you you said you were not gonna do on on January first. But we found an article to talk about here's some tech things that you could probably do instead of instead of resolutions.
1: Yeah, these are more goals. These are these are you know action items, if you wanna say, that's they are a lot of things that we've been saying for a while now that's a lot of us, it is good advice. And so there's no better time like the present. And here we are at the start of a new year. Here are some tech things that you can do. Getting started with cleaning up your weak passwords. That's, you know, those passwords. It's the same one that you use everywhere. If you use QWTRY1 as a password in multiple places, you should not use it in any place
0: put in some special characters, some capital letters, numbers, get your password out to 10 characters or more, and do yourself a favor, be a little more cyber hygienic.
1: And again, it doesn't have to be alphabet soup. It can be something that is recognizable to you. It could be LSU football one. It could be Baton Rouge with, you know, the the A is an at sign. It, It could be you know, tech gumbo, where the O in gumbo is a zero. There are ways that you can have things which are recognizable to you. That is it's not just, you know, smashing your keyboard and hoping that something good comes out. That's how you can design a password which is usable in a lot of different places.
0: Even if you just took the the pound symbol or the dollar sign in front of your existing password that you've got now, that's a decent start to just make somebody work a little bit harder to work through your password. So do that that's would be a good start. Uh
1: the next one is not necessarily tech in the same way but test your smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors. Change the batteries. You know we like having all of our listeners around. We're glad that you're alive and we like to keep you that way.
0: Yes, everyone talks about doing all of these things back when we changed the clocks when we roll the clocks back or roll the clocks forward. If you didn't do it when we rolled the clocks back, do it now. Just take care of the household.
1: This article that we found suggests to dump in your browser cache and history. I actually don't know this one's as important. You know, it says delete all your saved passwords and things like that. I actually, I'm not sure that I agree with that advice. I think that it's mostly fine as it is. If you're someone who wants to go in there and do all those sorts of things, more power to you. But I don't know if this necessarily
0: improves your experience. Ten years ago, it did. But the modern browser that we have now with multi-factor authentication, this is not that big of a deal. The next one, reaching inbox zero, is just silly. This is one that comes from uh, a lot of those ideas
1: that are kind of minimalist or hyper-organized or it's, it feels good. They're, they're the type of people who I see doing this really like cleanliness over everything. And so the idea is that all of the messages that are in your inbox get moved to a folder. And so if you're someone like me and you have 10,000 messages going back as far as Outlook saves emails, this is probably not where you're going to get to say that you know their advice is to put everything 2023 and older into a folder and then all the new stuff, you only worry about sorting the new stuff You know, maybe that's plausible, but I I don't know that that particularly does you anything. You've just pushed all the mess from one room of your house into another room of your house.
0: Absolutely. And it doesn't help your inbox when it has to reload with the whether or not if the 10,000 emails are in your inbox or if they're in another subfolder, those messages are all still there and it still has to load. So you're not doing yourself any favor. But you know, if you're marking them red, if one thing, if you're trying to leave, look, I've got 12 unread messages because it's important to go back to those 12 unread messages. That's fine. You can use those unreads as a reminder. If you have 1,273 unread messages because they're important, none of them are important because you have 1,273 unread messages. You're never going to get to any of them. So that doesn't do you any good. That's just clutter. And that's or mental hygiene, for one
1: thing. Yeah, I think that's that's the goal here. It's just kind of a mental hygiene sort of thing. But I think that, as you pointed out, there are better tools to sort through your email than just having your your inbox be empty. You can do things like you can flag emails, you can flag them in different colors, and so you know it's all just going to be finding what works for you. I, I am I support any attempt to try and wade through the mess that is the overwhelming tsunami of spam emails that you get every day from a dozen different sources. But I, I just, this one isn't one that sticks out to me. And I think that it's seems like it just one of those attempts that people try, which is kind of a fad. If it works for you, it works for you. But I don't think this is something that everyone needs to strive for.
0: The next one is using multi-factor authentication. Well, we've, we've played this drum so much, we, we're probably going to bang a hole th- through the drum. If you're not using multi-factor, two-factor authentication yet, please start today.
1: On every account that you can think of, your banking accounts, your email accounts, your social media accounts, put multi-factor authentication on them because it's, it's very easy. It's not that difficult. And the potential headache that you will save yourself is so
0: worth it. If you use Google Chrome and statistically the majority of the world uses Google Chrome, you can enable multi-factor authentication in Chrome. If you have a Windows Hello kind of device, a Microsoft Surface or anything, you can use facial recognition. If not, use the Google or Microsoft Authenticator app to where you have to put in the six digits. Yes, it's a little bit more of a step, but it's worth it. Take care of yourself.
1: The next one, again, taking care of yourself, Put screen protectors on your mobile devices. This is a a $10 little piece of plastic, maybe even less than that. And you you know how much you hold your phone. You know how much your phone moves around, how many things it hits in your pocket, in your car, in your purse, when you drop it. Just this little piece of plastic can save your phone from cracking into 100 pieces. And that is worth it.
0: The next one is turn down your notifications. We talked about mental health a little while ago, having your phone pop up every 15 seconds saying, hey, you got a notification for this app. You got a notification for that app. All these notifications just drive people crazy. The the, the anxiety over not checking my app because I see it flashing on the screen. Turn your notifications off and give yourself a mental break.
1: Oh, absolutely. I One of the best rules of thumb that i found for notifications is the only way an app should try and contact you is if another human is directly trying to tell you something that so many of these apps you know especially social media apps are designed to just say oh here's 10 posts that we think you would like you know oh did you see the latest news oh you know all these things which are they are timed. It is sitting there watching you. It knows when you pick up your phone and they will flash a notification to get you to go click on that app. Go into those apps, disable all of that. So it has to be another person who is trying to directly tell you something.
0: Then there's a couple of no- suggestions that are actual cleaning things like clean your phone, clean your keyboards. They, they You touch them all day long. You bring everything in from the outside world to your computers and your phones and tablets. A lot of little, little Windex or some 409 and do yourself so a favor, clean those hardware devices up.
1: And it doesn't even have to be germs that you're cleaning. It could just be body oils. Whenever you spend all day with your hands on that keyboard, it's going to get sweaty. It's going to get grimy. Take it down a notch.
0: Then cancel your subscriptions you are not using We've talked about this. I mean, it's a lot of wasted money that's just let letting your set. You have two different subscriptions to Netflix because you forgot to cancel one. It's just another couple of bucks a month. Well, several of those start a couple of months, couple of bucks a month thing add up real fast.
1: You can a lot of times go look at your card statements that I know Discover Card has this or Chase has this. They'll show you what your monthly recurring transactions are and they'll say, hey, look, you know, are you trying to pay $13 a month to this company? And you're like, oh, I forgot about that. Thank you. And you cancel that. And all it's just $13 a month you saved
0: yourself. And the last thing is to get rid of your old devices. If your Wi-Fi router at the house is five years old, it's time to go buy a new one. The Wi-Fi is so much faster now than it was just three years ago. Go out, upgrade, and then Take care of the planet and recycle properly your old electronics.
1: This is why it's important to do all this in one fell swoop because it can be kind of cumbersome. So, all of your old electronics this could be old TVs, old routers, old phones, old anything that just sits around collecting dust anymore. That's you, you know, maybe two versions down the line, it's the one that you're actually using. Put them all in a box. Bring them someplace specifically designed to recycle electronic hardware.
0: So that's the top 10 things that you can do in the new year to help your tech world. Moving along, General Motors has decided to stop allowing the Android Auto and the Apple CarPlay to to work in its new cars. This is an impressively dumb decision. That Apple
1: CarPlay and Android Auto have entire teams of people at software companies designed to make them as smooth and as user-friendly as possible. And whenever you think about all of the things that these pieces of software actually can do, they're really impressive. And the fact that it natively connects to your phone, which is the most impressive piece of hardware that you own whenever you think about all the things that it does, all the pieces of software that it holds, It just makes so much sense to just have it connect in and let that run. But GM doesn't get to make any money off of that. They don't get to collect any of your personal data off of that. And that's their bet here. But I'm gonna guess that people are gonna start making decisions. They're gonna start not buying GM cars over this because Android Auto and CarPlay are some of those features that people differentiate on when they're
0: looking to buy new vehicles. So General Motors is saying this is a safety play. Too many people are spending time looking at the, the CarPlay for the Android Auto instead of looking at the road. They're worried that people are spending time looking at that screen on the dashboard, not looking where they're driving. So instead of giving us a heads-up display of the Apple CarPlay, They're just going to take it out of the car.
1: This is one of those mumbo jumbo statements that a PR department cooked up. Then they are completely removed from the actual business decisions or actual engineering decisions. This is something that I thought would fly in public and is completely untethered from what is actually happening here. You're totally right. If they were actually concerned about that, then you know what you could do? You could just lock the touchscreen while the car is in motion. Problem solved. There you go. That's all you have to do. But instead, you're just going to replace it with your own version of that, your own significantly worse version of that. That's going to try and do all the same things, but it's just going to fail horribly. It's going to be a terrible customer experience. And three to five years from now, they're going to bring it back and they're going to make it seem like it was their idea. And it's going to be so stupid.
0: Not to be outdone, Tesla on their models Y, S, and X have had to readjust the estimations on just how far you can go on a single charge in your Tesla. Uh, Yes, this is quite an interesting move on their part, and
1: not out of the goodness of their hearts. The U.S. Department of Justice had opened a probe into their claims about their range uh, capabilities of their cars, and Tesla's not directly saying that this is why it has adjusted down their numbers but this is why they're adjusting down their numbers in some cases like the model x plaid it only dropped by about five miles which represents about one percent but in other cases it was dropping 50 miles and so that's a huge reduction. That's the Model S Plaid was at 396 miles is now down to 359 miles. 10% reduction in mileage.
0: That's a lot. It really is when you start seeing the like the Model Y Long Range it is down to 310 miles from 330 miles. It's only 20 miles, but when you start looking at what 20 miles represents out of your total charge, that number starts creeping up pretty big. And and then you realistically now can't go as far as you thought you were able to go. Is that really what do you want out of your, your EV?
1: And this is the thing which continues to infuriate me about Tesla is that if you are a transportation company sitting here looking at the future of transportation, You have self-driving cars on one hand, and you have the electric vehicles on the other hand, and you are saying that you are ushering in this new age. The most valuable asset that you have is not the vehicle, it's not the staff, it's not the IP. It's the trust from the public. It is the belief from the common person out there on the street that your product, which is completely untested and no one else is doing this, will do what you say it's going to do. And Elon Musk and his company are actively lighting that trust on fire. And you can only do this for so long. You can only burn so many of these bridges for people just don't believe you anymore. And then what? And that's where we are headed towards. And I am unhappy about it.
0: I'll tell you what he can do. He can go out and buy Twitter now called X. And have the value in just a little over 14 months. Go from $44 billion, have a 72% drop in the value of the stock. And some people say it's even closer to $7 billion.
1: That's right for you, our long-term listener. It had been a little while since we uttered Voldemort's name. And we thought, what better way to start 2024 than bringing you back up just to kick him around a little bit. But yeah. Twitter slash X continues to be in free fall, and there's really nothing that seems to like it's gonna put on the brakes. They still are in all kinds of debt troubles with their lease, with payments to former employees. You know, threads is only growing. Blue Sky still doesn't feel like it's actually adding anybody. I, I don't think that they're gonna be able to grow fast enough. They they don't seem like they want to, but That's one of my predictions for 2024 is that threads, there there will be some major event that happens and people won't run to Twitter. They'll run to threads. And that will be the death knell for that final platform.
0: Well, when you go up on stage and tell advertisers to go F themselves and you wonder why people aren't advertising on your platform anymore – I mean, I'm not a math major, but I know one plus one equals two. Now, look, he is still the richest person on the planet. He still has gazillions of dollars, and maybe he's willing and ready to continue to pump his own cash into the company to keep it alive. But that's the only thing that's going to keep it alive is him pumping his own money in. Because that's the one thing
1: is because it's now privately owned. It's not a publicly traded company. That there's really no reason why this can't keep plummeting. I suspect there is a floor somewhere that at some point in time, just the they are they are bringing in some ad revenue, and so does the price drop below one billion dollars? Does it drop down to five hundred million dollars? I don't think it goes quite that low, but you know maybe someone comes along and buys it off of M four for five billion and says, "Go away, we'll just." We're going to, you know, put the bird back on put the name Twitter back on it and just scrub everything you've done. And then the value goes from five billion back up to 40 billion overnight. And then now we have a reasonable functioning social media platform again.
0: Hello, Apple. Hello, Microsoft. We want to thank General Informatics for sponsoring our show. General Informatics is an information technology firm with a mission to make our clients even more successful through the best use of technology. Based in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, General Informatics is a premier IT managed service provider delivering exceptional managed IT solutions to a diverse base of customers across the southeastern United States. From the beginning, we have maintained our commitment to meeting the growing needs of our clients through continuous innovation. With over 20 years of experience and a team of 180 plus employees, including technicians, engineers, program designers, GI has evolved to become the leading IT partner of business schools and government agencies. Our managed services teams can run your digital infrastructure or support your team on an on-demand basis, letting you focus on your business strengths. This has become a proven formula. So proven that 98% of our clients continue to do business with us year after year. Whether you need IT services, new technology, or have a question, visit us on the web at geninf.com. If you enjoyed our show today, we are
1: here on Talk 173 FM every Saturday at 4 p.m. and the show reruns Sundays also at 4 p.m. If you missed any part of the show or you'd like to hear this or previous episodes, check out our podcast available on almost every podcast platform. When you're there, be sure to subscribe so you get notified every time we post a new episode. If you like our show or you have any suggestions, let us know on our website at www.techgumbo.net. Thank you for listening to Tech Gumbo.